We have real intro music, Asia. You don't need to. In case you guys couldn't hear it, I just smacked Asia in the face. And then she continues singing. Tani, what was your favorite part of the new Star Trek? (laughs) (laughs) The new what? Tony, what was what was your favorite part of the new Star Wars? <laughs> um, well, I haven't seen it yet, so I, my favorite part was when all the Force ghosts combined powers, so they became the most powerful being in the universe because they became tangible. And Darth Vader and Yoda were like high fiving, and Obi Wan Kenobi was the brains of the operation. I and... cannot believe. You are ruining Star Wars for me. I You're so rude. I thought I mean I thought that was pretty clear in the trailers. I thought that was pretty straightforward that's what was going to happen. And I can't believe that um Poe is Ray's dad. I didn't know he was a teen I hate dad. You. Can you stop ruining <laughs> this movie for me? <laughs> and that awful. BB-8 R2D2 romance. Oh man, I cried. <laughs> Hi, I'm Asia Sanchez. And I'm Tani Sanchez. And this is Mostly Rational. As you can obviously tell, this is a podcast where we are very professional and answer questions that you send in to us, whether they be factual inquiries or advice help that you may need. Um, Although not a lot of people are asking us advice. It's almost like they don't want to google things and so they're just asking us and waiting i was gonna say to be answered i was gonna say it's almost like they don't um care to receive our advice (laughs) on anything i don't know what you're talking about people ask my advice all the time we're not necessarily the most emotionally intelligent human beings but we provide or at least i do provide an objective perspective (laughs) (laughs) yes that's what people are looking for when they need advice an objective perspective why not false what they are looking for is for you to tell them you are right and if you send your questions into us today this is our guarantee that no matter what if you send us five dollars we will tell you you are right five dollars that's a low price tani we're just starting out if it's a big thing like a court case or something and you need us to testify then it's gonna be more like 20 bucks so it's a pretty cheap cheap price even to testify don't don't call us cheap i'm I'm just i'm saying it's a really good deal people should take us up on it that'd be really fun (sighs) yeah it's pretty good okay so um uh before we get (laughs) into the questions we have one correction from the last podcast uh I accidentally called Joey Gladstone Joey Tribbiani <laughs> because Joey Tribbiani is the first name that came into my mind when I thought of the name Joey, and I thought, surely, I could not be wrong. I think Tribbiani just follows the name Joey really well. Joey Tribbiani. Joey Gladstone. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I'd also like Cut to- Cut it out. <laughs> I remember that. How you doing? I would. Uh, this is my impersonations podcast. I would also like to just preface this whole podcast by saying that I'm extremely tired and have also been drinking wine. Tony, stop saying you've been drinking wine every <laughs> single podcast. I edit that out. <laughs> every single podcast. That has never made it to print. <laughs> 
had literally one sip of wine, so it's not an excuse. And she does this every time she's, like, going to perform in front of a crowd. She's like, just so you know, here are all the disclaimers on why I'm not going to be perfect. Um, how have you been, Tawny? Tired. Um, wow. <laughs> That's generally my state of Stop being. the press. So I'm, I'm the same as always. I'm tired. I work. Uh-huh. And uh, my brain's tired at the end. How are you? What's new? Well, I was thinking that I had, like, a really impressive story to tell, but now I just don't know how I can follow oh, that act. No, <laughs> I do have a story to tell. I mean, ah. I kind of mentioned it to you earlier, but, um... Don't ruin the magic. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a story to tell. Okay. Uh, the other day, I was going to someone's house to play music, but on the way, I stopped at a Safeway, and I was checking out, and I just saw a guy sprint out of the store, and then apparently the guy stole a bottle of alcohol, but I was just really, um, I was running late. <laughs> so was this criminal he was... for jail. <laughs> I also witnessed some shoplifters. Not too long ago, I was walking up to Marshall's, and then right in front of me, the doors burst open, and this guy runs out, and then this girl runs out behind him, and she's holding a shoebox, and she's yelling, go, 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 and they get in the car, and they're laughing, and I was just like, huh? By the time it registered what was happening, it was like, I, I couldn't even get my cell phone fa out fast enough to take a picture of the license plate. But if I had known what was going on sooner... If my reflexes hadn't been so uncharacteristically not cat-like, then I would <laughs> have sprung into action and risked my life for that pair of shoes from no, Marshall. None of our listeners knew before now that you are Catwoman. Um, okay. Captain, blow my cover. <laughs> now I've got to change it to something else, like Mouse Woman, Sloth Girl. Um, Potato Baron. <laughs> potato Baron? <laughs> no, that would be yours. Yeah, it's definitely. Okay, fun. it's been long enough. Questions. Our first question comes from Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. He asks, which character from Star Trek shows more human qualities? Data, a cyborg made by humans, or Spock, half human, half Vulcan? Tawny? <laughs> It's just automatically me. Well, that you're has more to of an expert this. on Spock, and I'm more of an expert on Data. So. That's true. I'll uh, go first. I actually kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on Data first. Actually, Data is a complicated man, Droid. He supposedly has no emotions. He's that typical television trope where it's a character who has no emotions because he's an android, but also he secretly wants to get more emotions, which I call shenanigans on that because that is an emotion <laughs> wanting to have emotions why would any non-emotional being want to have emotions so i posit that he was more human than he thought he was the entire time and i believe there is even some sort of reference to that when he meets his creator or something it's been a long time since i've seen the show but then he gets a personality chip installed in his head and I don't know. I think he goes a little cuckoo from it. Mm -hmm. He gets a cat. He writes a poem about it. Cat's named Spot. This is all I know. <laughs> but he's so cute. He's just the cutest character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if we could consider um, Kirk Spock's pet. <laughs> Spot? 
<laughs> did Walt, did Spock ever write a poem about Kirk? Uh, no. I don't know why I'm hesitating. No, he did not. <laughs> uh, let me think about that. Think about it. <laughs> no, but I, I want to say that Spock is um, definitely more human than Data. Because, like... You mean, like, genetically? <laughs> I mean, he shows more human qualities because he is a human, partially. And mm. I don't have a good argument for this, honestly. I know dogs who act more human than some humans I know. <laughs> so I'm not sure. <laughs> is that a good enough answer? Did we answer it? I... Uh, no. That answer sucked, honestly. I mean, I agree. Genetically, Spock is more human because Data is actually an appliance. But it shows <laughs> more human qualities. Yeah. Well, Data is very adorable. And Spock, I'd argue, is less adorable. Uh, I... <laughs> I... No. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I don't know. Well, Data's I... adorable in, like, that he's, like, a little kid. And Spock is adorable in that he's, like, a grumpy alien man. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think it's just, it's funny because Spock, he's half human, but he tries his whole life to conceal that. And then, um, Data, Data. is the opposite. Ah. He wants to be more human, but he isn't. So maybe it's who wants to be human more. I mean, that's what I was thinking, but... We're getting somewhere here. I don't know. I think that we should just leave it at that. Yeah, we're not going to dig any deeper. I'm going to quit while we're ahead. Next question. Is the BBC Sherlock miniseries good as a whole or just the first two seasons? I really wanted to like it from season three onward, but I felt like I was trying too hard to like it. The writing and character development seemed like it went downhill after, after its meteoric rise in popularity. Um, My question as an answer to this question, is why is meteoric rise even a phrase? Don't meteors fall? I don't get it. Secondly, um, this is very subjective. Unless you're on Australia. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, very subjective because I honestly, every episode of Sherlock is like a little movie all by itself. Mm-hmm. And almost all of them could basically stand alone even within a season. Like you could watch it and be like, that was good. The end. The end. <laughs> but like you might miss a little bit, but not much. But I do kind of get where you're coming from on this whole season three thing, because it did seem kind of all over the place a little bit, but I can't tell, and I wondered about this at the time, I can't tell if the show changed or if I changed, because it took literally 10 generations for every episode to come out. (laughs) Literally. And because I'm immortal, I made it, but (laughs) it was still a long wait, you know? And I grew. I How old was I? You know when you watch a show for a long time and you don't notice how the actors are changing until you go back to the first season and you're like, what a little baby. Little baby John and Sherlock. Yeah. And then, like, also Sherlock, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch was just, <laughs> he had, like, a different look. He was, like, su- he was a lot skinnier and pale, but that was because he was sick. Because he was sick. And... <laughs> Benny! She called you fat! I did not. And... 
<laughs> um, he got like more. He's a big fan of the pod. Muscular because he was also playing Khan in Star Trek, and then Bannister Cucumber went back to Sherlock. Anyway, uh, I just always find it funny to like see how they go from like the little baby. And then you got wrinkles at the end, and I'm just like, oh, we get to, like, watch them grow up. Well, I mean, yeah, the show started in 1923. <laughs> they should have died a long time ago, but at least we did get to see them as little babies. Yeah. Which, anyway, I, uh, I would have to agree that the first two seasons are better. I think that it was kind of like, it could have ended well after season two, and... But there's so many fans, and it's such a huge show that they're like, obviously, we have to continue this with season three. But then it was like, all the good stuff had already happened. I felt like there was a lot more pandering. And usually I hate when people complain about fan pandering, because I'm a fan, and I love to be pandered to. But I did feel like there was uh, quite a lot of it in that last season, like... Everything was a joke about itself. Like, it became very self-referential. I don't like when shows repeat themselves or have the same story over and over and over. Which is why I'm not a huge fan of Phineas and Ferb, Asia. Because it is literally the same thing every I single episode. was the hoping jokes. you would bring this up. <laughs> the same jokes. Because I fully intended... Plot. On Every talking about Phineas and Ferb. episode. There's like 500 episodes and they're all the same. Tawny doesn't know that because she's only watched into season two. She has no idea what's coming for her. But I just don't care enough. Nothing could be worth it. <laughs> you, that is the most ignorant. That is the attitude that got <laughs> made it so you wouldn't try so many foods until we forced them into your mouth. And then you sat there pretending you didn't like them. Because then you did, you would be wrong. Yeah, I will. You always assume that you don't like stuff. You're just like, Dad. That's not true. What food? Name a food <laughs> that I pretended to not like. You were a little kid. You think I memorized every vegetable you wouldn't try? Well, I don't believe you. <laughs> I still don't like peas and carrots. Oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. She still doesn't <laughs> like the most disgusting dish on the planet. <laughs> still don't like Brussels sprouts. Oh, well, you got me again. <laughs> still don't like cranberry sauce. Uh-huh. Still don't like squash. Mm-hmm. You eat squash all the time. I don't I, I don't like yams. I didn't like the nasty You eat sweet potatoes. No, I eat well, yeah, I, sweet potatoes. They're not, literally the exact thing. No, they're not. Sweet potatoes are yellow and yams are orange and yams are disgusting. Sweet potatoes can be purple also. No, those are purple yams. No, those are sweet potatoes. I lived in Hawaii. Asia, I know they label them in the store as sweet potatoes. But you know better. Yeah. You're the expert. <laughs> You're <I'm>... so annoying. <laughs> Next question. Are you going to keep the name Mostly Rational, even though Kiri was only on the show for the first episode? And if so, is it because you don't care enough to change it, or do you view yourselves, Tawny and Asia, as only mostly rational and not completely rational? Uh, disclaimer, I don't view either of you as completely rational. Is anybody completely rational? I No, not any humans that I'm aware of, anyway. Anyway, there's a couple pretty clear-cut answers to this question. One, Kiri was in the room with us when we came up with the name of this podcast. 
and by we I mean me. And uh, no, yes, no, yes. Uh-uh. I came up with mostly rational. No. You always do this. No, you always do this. You always claim things that you created. I named her band not. Knock four times, and she still will not agree. <laughs> I never said that you didn't name my band Knock yes, four times. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You're the worst. No. See, this is what happened. I remember exactly what happened when it came to naming my band. You suggested it. I liked it. And I tricked my other bandmates into agreeing to the band name before they knew it was a Doctor Who reference. Yeah, but you also denied that it was my idea. That's not true. Oh my gosh. This whole podcast is just going to be me stating facts and Tawny saying that's not true. Asia's memory is name deeply flawed. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Is this rational enough for you people? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, when I came up with the name Mostly Rational, uh, it's true that Kiri was in the room with us, um, but she wasn't originally supposed to be part of this podcast, except on special guest occasions when she happened to be here. So it was kind of a double thing. Because she was there and we knew she's not irrational, um, that was kind of the mostly part. But also, if you look at the logo, you'll see two heads, and one obviously looks a lot more logical than the other one so it works three ways one kiri or whoever our guest is if they're not irrational two um i am allegedly the less rational of us two because i'm a perceiver and she's a judger i don't know how no, it works that's not why i know it's she'll explain i'm 100 percent t and you're not oh right i'm like you're like 49 percent feeling <laughs> and uh the third you're what percent? Forty nine percent, because you're fifty one percent thinking. Okay. Sorry, math. yeah, math. Very. <laughs> Who's the more rational? Anyway, obviously neither of us are perfectly rational because we are women. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, let's not be sexist against ourselves right now. <laughs> obviously, I'm joking. Obviously, I meant humans. Uh, yeah, no, nobody's totally rational because we're human beings and we're idiots. Just some of us are less idiotic than others, and some of us are better at coming up with podcast I don't names think that, than others. I don't think that you should say you did not come up with that podcast. Yes, I did. <laughs> I don't think though that you should say that people who are not rationals are idiots. Oh, that's not true. Is that is that <laughs> functionist? <laughs> yeah, that's functionist. No, it's just that you know, just because someone's irrational does not mean that they are smart or make the best decisions either. But trust me, I know people who are rational types and are not the brightest. I'm giving Tawny a very incredulous face right now. I just, I want to, you know, and just because someone's not irrational doesn't mean they're incapable of making good decisions or being intelligent. No, I know there are smart feelers. I'm just having trouble understanding how somebody can be called both rational i can see how you can be dumb and irrational but i a person that i would call rational i don't see how they could be dumb how any irrational would be dumb yeah no not irrational a rational person i'm there's there's just too much for me to say i can't well good you never say anything (laughs) (laughs) you think that someone being a rational type or even being rational in general makes them smarter. 
because I, I feel like those it are makes totally them better things. at making logical decisions. Yeah, but some people would argue that the logical choice isn't always the right choice. <laughs> some people we got ourselves a data over here. <laughs> I, I would definitely not argue that, but I'm just saying that I don't know. There are things that rely more on a subjective choice versus actual maybe logic. because i have such a high feeling quotient i have to constantly push that side of me down <laughs> and um i have this fear of being seen as irrational so you're actually more like spock and i'm more like data i just called you data so yes but Sorry, yeah you're right i, I am that. half vulcan half human yeah. And you're like a robot who sees the benefit of being human. Oh my gosh, you are Data and I'm Spock! That's why you love me. Yeah, that's... Mm. <laughs> she didn't like that I hugged her. No. Okay, uh, Tawny, uh, it's your turn. <laughs> I'll ask the next question. How do you make an atomic bomb? <laughs> why do you want to know? <laughs> Is this Kim Jong-un? <laughs> Is it Kim Jong Il or Kim Jong? Which one is alive? <laughs> is this a Kim Jong? <laughs> Who is this? It's Sharon, I believe, right? Sharon, what are you planning? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you, Sharon. You wouldn't even understand. <laughs> I want to know though your explanation. I actually want you to legitimately answer. Okay, this but you Google it while I try to answer it. Um, from my brain. First of all, a woman basically made the discovery that led to this, and men took credit for it. What else is new? <laughs> but surprise, 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 surprise. Um, basically, you take a uranium atom <laughs> and you apply uh, enough like force to it that it splits. And all of its energy, its its little bit of mass turns into energy, and that energy causes a chain reaction to all the uranium around it. And that just has so much power because of reasons. <laughs> reasons. Yeah. That's that's honestly, I'm having a hard time googling. It. <laughs> well, it's it's a long answer. Uh, step one. What is this? What is this actually a how to build one? <laughs> what is this website? Okay, this is Hello, what do you please. need. You need the fissionable material, the explosive to start the nuclear chain reaction. See, so far I'm right. The detonator, the pusher. Okay, how to build the nuke. Oh my Arrange goodness. the uranium Tony. into two hemispherical shapes. You are beginning, getting put on so many lists right now. Separated by about four centimeters. No, stop being specific. <laughs> Since it's highly radioactive, the best way to do it is ask the friend owning the small country to let you use one of his facilities. They are specifically mentioning small countries. <laughs> get out of here. Hurry up and just get to the part. I don't. I want to know why it's so powerful because I can't remember. <laughs> Disguising the bomb and placing no, it for detonation. No, that's not what we're here for. But what is that a step? Just find step out. Step four is disguising it. This is supposed to be all making that's, it, not detonating it. This is the last paragraph. 
All you have to do is transport it to the selected location and get to a safe distance of a few tens of miles, but not far enough to get out of range of the detonator. That is why a cell phone is strongly recommended oh for wide-range capabilities. Somebody report Softpedia. <laughs> <laughs> News.softpedia.com. Or slash something, I'm sure, but still... Wow. Okay, well, we clearly... I was more right than that because I have the moral high ground <laughs> here. I don't think that that counts for anything in this question. You Google it. This is a Googleable, And you get, your, you get yourself on some no-fly lists, okay? <laughs> um, Tawny, how big is your personal bubble? How big is my personal bubble? Yeah, that's the next question. Oh, <sighs> pretty big. Um, does that include in conversation so like why else would somebody be in your personal bubble (laughs) no i just mean like like a a bubble of conversational topics things people aren't allowed to talk about yeah your like Like, list before you go i'm not comfortable or i don't know a person well enough and they just ask me like these super intense questions i'm like get out of my bubble do you hand them do you have your agent hand them a list of questions you will not answer (laughs) no i just don't text them wouldn't that be sweet though yeah every new person you meet hi i'm asia I will not be answering the following <laughs> questions. Here is my list of approved questions. You can see I've already written the answers down, so there's really no purpose in continuing this this dialogue. Yeah. Goodbye. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> not gonna lie. I kind of want one of those. But when somebody is talking to you, what is your physical space requirement if i can feel their breath that's a definite that's exactly what i was gonna that's say that's definite like get out of my face i don't even care if you have the freshest minty breath ever i don't want to feel it and i don't like when people honestly i don't like when people are close enough to like put their arm around me or like i just don't like when people touch me mainly or like especially if it's unexpected or uncalled for but um, somebody's telling me a story and they're getting like really into it and they get their face in my face and their breath is like killing me and I take a step backwards <laughs> and they take a step forwards. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> okay, lemon grab. Uh, no, that is really frustrating. And it's like, In some situations, it's understandable why someone is close, because I'm a quiet person, so I understand why people get close to me, because they can't hear me. But, I'm like, if I back up a little, and you keep coming closer to me, I'm just, I'm going to walk away, or or tell you to get out of my face. And I have told people, like, hey, buddy, you're a a close talker, because for some reason, as soon as I start talking, it's no longer a problem. Because they leave. <laughs> well, there you go. There's the solution. I just gotta talk, too. I'm shy, obviously. Okay, Tawny, we're gonna answer this question at the same time. What's the sun made out of? One, two, 
three. The sun is a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace, where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. The sun is hot, the sun is not a place where you could live. But here on Earth, there'd be no life without the light it gives. The end. Um, actually, the- it's plasma. <laughs> yeah, that song is inaccurate. The song but- has been updated, but we haven't learned the new version. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once you get a, a certain thing like that stuck in your head from your childhood, it's really hard to... I hope we don't get a copyright ding on that. We we didn't we don't we can't afford the licensing. Yeah, I don't think anyone's listening. Tawny, they're going on tour. They are. Yeah, I forgot until just now, and now they're probably all like on the nets, making sure nobody's spoiling the concert well, for them. Well, just don't you know hashtag the song and the band and such. hashtag MGNT. They wait no what? hashtag. T M B G. I was combining a different acronym. I'll let you guess what one it was. You know. <laughs> okay. All right, Asia. Question. Mm-hmm. Do people actually eat spiders in their sleep? I don't know. I think so. I've always been told this, but I included this question because did you know, Tony? Did you see the recent news? The new study that shows. That spiders, if they all teamed up, <laughs> could eat every single human in less than a year. <laughs> Tony stopped moving. <laughs> because they eat way more biomass every year <laughs> than, than humans make. We don't have enough biomass to keep them full for a year. This is just more motivation for me to keep vacuuming up the spiders in my the apartment. The spiders are not... They're not ruling the planet by choice. <laughs> well, they also have other things They to could eat. take us out. I mean, I'm sure ants could too, but... I just... Eh. I would like to... This is my answer to the question. I think that people do eat spiders um, because I've woken up at least three times in the past five years to spiders on my face two times where they were very large brown spiders and it was actually kind of scary because I was sleeping and had a dream that there was something on my face or like a spider on my face and I woke up and it was reality and (laughs) there I just I could feel it and I would I this happened twice where I grabbed the spider and just like throw it off my face and then I realized why did I just throw the spider? The because now I have sick. to go. Now I have to go chase after the spider and kill it. Like, but then I'm like, I couldn't have just smashed it on my face. That would have been a much worse. Why did I option. throw the spider? The Tawny Sanchez story. <laughs> but they, you know, they were crawling on my face and they were just chilling there. And I've been told that the reason people eat spiders is because if they have their mouth open when they're sleeping, the spiders want to go somewhere warm. Mm, just like landing in Hawaii. Yeah. Moist. Um, well, we just lost half our followers because you said the word. <laughs> um, my theory is that they are sacrifices from the spider community. Yeah, our mouths are the volcanoes. They think we're the, the malevolent god <laughs> that rules their sanctum. I think they're just cold. <laughs> Spiders can't get cold. They 
If they could get or cold, they're riddle suicidal. me this, Tawny. If a spider gets cold, why doesn't it just shoot some silk out its butt and make itself an eight-legged coat? A little spider sweater? Yeah! Aw, you just <laughs> made spiders kind of cute. But they don't. You know what really grossed me out? There was an episode of Adventure sick. Time where there were these giant spiders and it, like, showed them pooping this the spider web Ugh. stuff. Ugh. It, it really it was so disgusting. Adventure Time, how are you a kid's show? <laughs> it's not. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we're going to take a quick break, or as I labeled it, an interlude. So, this is the interlude music. We landed on the same note. Aw. Sisters. <laughs> that was our uh, high five snap combo. During our interlude, this is our special reporting segment in which we discuss recent events. Quick, Tawny, think of a recent event. I didn't write anything down. <laughs> uh, recent event, this morning I was watching CNN. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, I was watching it because I wanted to be updated on the net neutrality vote. Mm-hmm. And there was a man, and he was talking about a chairman, and he was talking about um, the downsides, basically, of... Repealing net neutrality. Um, And halfway through his little speech, he looked to his left and said, I'm getting uh, advice that we should leave due to security. And then a security guard announced that they all needed to leave, leave all of their bags, and just get out of the building as soon as possible. And so I'm watching this live video stream and everyone just like rushes out of the building and then I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) I'm just going to stare at this blank screen, I guess, or wait for them to come back. But then the feed just ended. It turned into this colorful screen and I could hear little voices in the background, but then I gave up and I... This is what happens when you put instructions on the internet on how to build a nuclear bomb, people. (laughs) (laughs) No, the scariest thing about this is that you told me about that and then I Googled it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find anything. All evidence of this live report is gone. No, I saw it on Google. Shh. Can't I, find anything. Because when I, I went to go check on the same video, and so I Googled that neutrality vote, and it's a it popped up. It was like, live CNN update we'll 18 minutes ago. Know. This the happened. Twilight Zone. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so that was my recent event. Um, shoot, uh, sing a song or something while I think of one. All everybody's talking about is, um, net neutrality today. Um, there's some other things. I saw a picture of Roy Moore on a horse, and then I saw a tweet that said, there's never been a more appropriate time to use the phrase, and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> and I thought that was, that's, I don't care who you are, that's funny, Roy Moore. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> I just quoted a comedian I don't like. <laughs> uh, Tawny, do you have any jokes? Uh, well, I was going to ask you some riddles. <laughs> Is that all right? All right. I'm looking these up as we speak. Tawny, shut up. Don't ruin the magic. Poor people have it. Rich people need it. If you eat it, you die. What is it? Poor people have it, rich people need it, if you eat it, 
you die. I know I've heard this before. What is it? Nothing. <laughs> Gosh dang it! I knew it! Okay, give me another one. Give me another one. I'm tall when I'm young, and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? I'm tall when I'm young, and I'm short when I'm old. A tree? A candle. Gosh dang it! That makes so much more sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking, you know, chop down the tree or it fell over. Okay. In a one-story pink house, there was a pink person, a pink cat, a pink fish, a pink computer, a pink chair, a pink table, a pink Blech. telephone, a pink shower. Everything was pink. What color were the stairs? Ooh. No, wait, wait, wait. Say the first sentence again. In a one-story pink... No, there are no stairs. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you solved a riddle. Unless there's some stairs on the porch. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more riddle. Okay. Right. What travels around the world but stays in one spot? This is actually a really dumb one. <laughs> what travels around the world and stays in the same spot? The equator? <laughs> That's actually a good answer. That should be the answer. I like that Every better. Every fixed point on the planet. A stamp. What? It does not stay in one spot. It's on a moving envelope. Yeah, but on the envelope, it's in... Anyway, I'm not... It's obvious. I'm not going to explain it. Okay, let me ask you a riddle. Wait, I have one more. I asked for jokes, Tawny, not riddles. What occurs once in a minute, twice in a moment, and never in 1,000 years? How many times in a minute? Once. And how many times in a moment? Twice. The letter M. Yeah, buddy! Yeah, I'm a genius. <laughs> INTP represent! Okay. <laughs> I think we need to move on to interesting thing you read. Have you read anything interesting? <sighs> I read Turtles All the Way Down. I have not read it yet. It's about me, but we already discussed this. Yeah. Um, so I think that we should take this time to not necessarily discuss what we have read, but discuss our plan for the future. Oh, yeah! So I, I came up with this idea for sure. No. Can I kill you? <laughs> so, um... We were thinking of doing, like, a book club sort of thing. It's such an original idea. Nobody has ever done this before. <laughs> so, basically, we would pick a book every month, and we would read it. And if you guys wanted to read it, that would be cool. And you could participate with comments and such. But we'll we'll give, like, a brief review of the book that we read, any recommendations, and, and read your questions and comments on pre-recorded air. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. Um, My main motivation for doing this is so that I will read a book. <laughs> because in the, since I last said I read Turtles All the Way Down, I have not even cracked a book open. You know what would make this easy on you is if we did one we, you've already read and that I'm halfway through reading. Would you that like? sounds very selfish. We haven't. <laughs> we haven't. You seem to be already halfway through a book, <laughs> and you just don't want to change books. <laughs> but it's also a really good book, and oh. a lot of people have already read it. What book? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Tony, gosh, I've read that book like 20 times. Yeah, I know. So it would be really easy to review. We could review it right now. We just, we just reviewed it. I said it's really good, and I'm yeah. only halfway through. Get this. I have a book. I'm using a book right now to um, weigh down the paper towels that I have over my water filter because I lost the lid. 
That's a good story. It's a vintage so, Star Trek book. In preparation for this movie book club thing. Oh, yeah. We said movies, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, we can choose a movie. What's a movie? Star Wars! Duh! We're all gonna see Star Wars in the yeah. next... So this will be easy. Send us your Star Wars hey. questions. <gasps> we can have Brandon guest star! Yeah! Brandon! You're okay. gonna be on the next episode! <laughs> Hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is... We're letting you know. You better listen to our podcast, because we're not telling you any other way. <laughs> I'll probably text him. Tony! No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm probably gonna see that on Saturday. I'm going to see it Sunday night, so no spoilers. Oh, I'm going to spoil everything. You already do. You already <laughs> spoiled all of Star Wars at the beginning I... of this podcast, so I don't even know what we're talking oh, shoot. about. I broke the spell. Now everyone knows <laughs> that I pirated it months ago. So I didn't buy my tickets until the last minute. I didn't want to go because I'm tired. And also because last night is tonight. Last time I did that. So instead you're making a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Last time I did that, I ended up standing out in the rain for an hour. It was not the most pleasant experience. Last movie that was not Rogue One, I stood in line for three hours outside in the heat, because it was Hawaii, in full Star Wars regalia. Were you with people or no? I was by myself except for a girl I met off the internet <laughs> that day. Cool, we were in a cool. voice we were in a voice acting group together, uh doing some Steven Universe fan stuff. And she played Jasper and I played Peridot, and we've realized we both lived on Maui, which was bizarre. So she came and she wasn't even seeing the movie. She stood in line with me for three hours. Uh just to hang out. So that was nice. I didn't have to be alone. Um, back to the questions. <laughs> What's the Back to the Future theme song sound like? I can't remember right now. It used to be my ringtone. <laughs> then you should know. Da, 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 da. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that movie one All right, time. back to the questions. Asia, why do people bite their nails? Um, Because they're gross. <laughs> because we're all just anxious little creatures i know i'm just kidding it you know shows in different ways we all have our own disgusting habits i do have a bad habit of like rubbing my head like when i'm stressed or bored i'm like a bird that plucks out its feathers i like i don't i look like a crazy person i'm just like playing with my hair kind of but then i end up scratching it and then my hair looks like all einsteiny <laughs> <laughs> but also some people are ocd and don't like any um part of their nail being grown out that's I'm... weird how are you gonna climb trees and scratch people yeah how are you gonna be an animal i don't understand <laughs> what are you gonna clean out when you're bored that's what i do i like to clean my nails while i'm bored or anxious asia what oh my gosh did we get a real question <laughs> No, I think someone just liked it. Sila? Sila? I'm so mad. Sila, don't like a request for questions. Ask a dang question. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sila. So I liked you on turn. That's a deep cut. No one's going to know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, so people who bite your nails... It's okay. It doesn't really bug me that much because uh, you usually hide it pretty well. I do many uh, 
little OCD things. And I'm, I'm serious when I say OCD. I do have OCD. <laughs> I'm not just saying, oh, I'm so OCD. But uh, Tawny notices these little things that I do. Most people don't, I hope. <laughs> I try to keep them hidden. When I was a kid, I was way worse at it, but I've gotten better at it. My hands move in very little motions, and there's reasons behind all these movements, <laughs> but no one has to know. So go ahead and bite your nails, except I'm worried about you nail biters. Maybe carry some Neosporin around with you because it, that can get infected. Your mouths are gross. And sometimes you, you break the skin and that's not good. So be careful, nail biters. Tawny, are blue eyes actually more sensitive? According to Google, yes. Because the more melanin you have in your eyes... What? I'm just... So upset that you Googled it because I had a joke answer. But continue. <laughs> the more melanin you have in your eyes, the more protection you get. However, that only applies to sunlight. So are you also referring to onions? Because in that case, no. No, blue eyes are the same sensitive to onions as brown eyes. Honey, why did you just pee during the podcast? <laughs> JK, I was just pouring some liquid into a glass, but um, that is what we call in the show biz, biz, Foley art sound effects. Had you fooled. Had you fooled. Um, I actually, okay, I don't have a joke so, anymore. Wait, you don't? You don't have an answer to are blue eyes actually more sensitive? Uh, well, I just, I did read recently that all people with blue eyes are descended from one person. Okay. So fun fact for you. That's not very fun. It is. One person. They all have one common ancestor somewhere along the line I who just, had that I'm one I'm really mutation. disappointed that you're not saying your joke. I didn't have a joke. I was lying. Okay. Well, <laughs> glad I Googled it then. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't know, and then say my other tangentially relevant fact like I did earlier, but um, I guess that's great. I guess we can give out real information. That's fine. <laughs> In our announcements, we have the book club, which we already discussed. Oh, good. So this has been mostly rational. Asia, would you like to tell our listeners how to listen to this podcast? Oh, shoot. We probably should have told them how to do that before. Because <laughs> it's sort of the end of the how are they gonna hear us <laughs> uh okay there's a number of ways we are on itunes so you can look at mostly rational on itunes and hey download it and hey rate it and hey leave reviews because that helps us out a whole lot yeah we're also on podbean yeah that's where we're mostly situated podbean for now they seem pretty cool they're a cool site um, yay, Podbean, sponsoring. Um, <laughs> a reminder that we do have a Patreon. Thank you so much, Tyler, for supporting the podcast. Um, and we appreciate all the other... I look forward to the day where we have enough patrons that we, like, can't name them by name no like, no no, that wouldn't no, no, be... no just to be clear i'm not naming every single patron i'm naming tyler specifically because he donated at the specific tier 
that says I see. We will name him. So Mr. Moneybags over here. <laughs> <laughs> Bring uh, it back. Bring it back. Okay. Uh, so uh yeah, thanks. I we have one final question before we go. Wait, I didn't tell them how to find our Patreon. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> I can't remember if it's under Asia Sanchez or Deja Vu, D-A-S-I-A-V-O-U, but it's one of those. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Good job. I'm glad you're so prepared. <laughs> one final question. Can you actually sleep on a cloud? Yes. I... Very, for a very short amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to be already asleep. No. Oh, you could be falling, falling, and you could be one of those people who pass out. Like a narcoleptic person yeah. who falls out of a plane, and then the stress just makes them go to sleep, and then they're on a cloud for a brief second. Right at then... that moment when they pass that first layer of vapor, I call them on the cloud. And then after that, they're through the cloud. <laughs> What's cool is that not only can you sleep on a cloud, you can <laughs> sleep in a cloud and under That's a just... cloud. Like, right under it. Like, you're still touching it. Ideally, underneath the cloud is where you would be sleeping. (laughs) But you could also sleep in it. In the cloud. In a fog, I guess. Or in a plane. No, I'm talking about this, like, you go through the cloud as you're falling. Oh, I thought we had switched to ways that you would survive the experience. (laughs) I guess if you were wearing a parachute and you were narcoleptic. (laughs) So that was us. That's it. We're done. Bye. Have a splendid day day thank you for listening i'm asia sanchez and i'm tawny sanchez and this has been mostly rational though some have said that that title is debatable (laughs) uh hope to see you next time don't forget to read a book watch a movie called star wars bye adios (laughs) muchachos oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) i have a hard time with goodbyes hey we kept it under an hour (laughs) 